Kavino and Rich. Kavino's brilliant. Said no one ever. Best of the week. Dude, you're the worst. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah! Whoa! Kavino and Rich. Best of the week. Kavino <laughs> and Rich. Best of the week. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Kavino and Rich. I heard all about it on the radio. Best of the week. After I went on my behind the velvet rope driving stick shift adventure yesterday. That was great. Which, by the way, I thought it was. I wonder if it would have been easier to drive stick shift in a more current day car than a 1973 Chevy. Well, you're going to find out next weekend. You're putting them to the test. Well, you're going to have put you to the you're test. I want to drive your mini. I want to see what you've learned. Oh man. You'll stall out. My biggest takeaway. My biggest takeaway is, first of all, if you grew up in a big, if you grew up in a big city or close to a big city, BS. No one drives stick shift. I don't know one friend of mine that had a stick shift standard car. I don't know anyone that drives it. Oh, spot you the greatest. You're my one friend. Then congratulations. You also think nobody played Mortal Kombat. You also think nobody didn't know Shock G. Actually, I didn't have it until I was in my twenties. Really? Chose to get it as an adult. Chose that shit. See, chosen. I didn't say nobody could be known. The things you just said were lies and propaganda. I don't know anyone that drove a standard in high school or college. I don't know anyone that lived in the New York area. Now, other places? Yeah, I get it. Stick shift, standard. Why not? Uh, why not? But where I grew up, it was like traffic. I don't even know if my dad knows how to drive stick shift, to be honest. Like, why would he? He grew up in Queens and New York City. But based on his age, more cars were available manual. Back when he was younger, probably. So yeah, probably I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, Spot. <laughs> I know there's a, I know there's a part of Spot that loves this whole like, yeah, it's like action pack, like shifting gears and everything. To me, Kavino, the idea of having to worry about two feet and a clutch and this and that, like, what? It's so unnecessary. It's like, it's like going to a Japanese restaurant and trying to eat rice with, with, uh, with sticks when you could just ask for a spoon. Why would you want? Why would you want? Why would you want the sticks? You shovel the rice in with a spoon. Savage, dude! If you go to a hibachi place, you're not you don't you don't tell them. Yeah, bring over a fork. I could I could struggle no, with the no, chopsticks. Never ever. No, it controls my the. Amount I, I never eat. do that because if I am I eating rice, first of all, I can do it. But if I'm eating rice with chopsticks, it slows me down. So I'm not just like like you. Yeah, I can't but but I why on earth? Why why are you struggling with the chopsticks when you could enjoy it with the fork or spoon? It, Why are you driving more, standard? Why are you driving more standard? It's a more enjoyable experience. Uh, and you have more... I know you don't believe this, and I know you don't care, but you do have more control over your car. Like, What does that even mean? Like when, I know, when, you're driving, when you're driving from stoplight, stoplight to stoplight on Ventura Boulevard, when I need extra, you need... When I need extra power, and I, you know what? I noticed this in your car. Your power. top-of-the-line BMW... When I put my when I slam the gas down and I do that a lot, sorry, to accelerate, sometimes it takes like three seconds for the or like a That's second or three two. Three seconds too long for it's spot. Three, two, three seconds too long. I drop it's shift and I just go. I downshift and I I'm out. You said it, Spotty. I get that little extra like, bit of power with the, with those RPMs. I don't know. It's, it's I feel just, like you're a it's, weird guy for that. I feel like no, I feel it's like, a fun, like to it's me, a fun experience. It's a it's a very fun know. experience. Like if you're just uh, cruising down the highway in a fucking BMW X3. You don't need it, but if you want to like zip around and have fun and, and, you know, put the top down in your mini, having a stick shift is just so much fun. I mean, fun. it's a real driving experience. I like, I am like, not one for like, that. 
I'm I, team rich, to be honest, but I know his his opinion you know, is going to be an unpopular one. When no, it's not. It's, yes, it's it not is. an unpopular oh, opinion. Yeah, more people have auto, more, more people have automatic cars than standard. You know, so right, but most would people actually, also know how to drive a like, stick. Honestly, it's going to be harder and harder to find a manual transmission vehicle. Uh, even a lot of cars that were manual have now switched to like auto stick, where it's like you do have the the ability, but it's still controlled by a computer in the long run. But auto stick, auto stick, uhu stick, uh, uhu stick. Do you know what an uhu stick is? That's what I got. The two of you, having seen the boat, both of you drive, Kavino especially, Rich, you as well. You don't like being engaged in the road. No. You just what see. What does that even mean? You see driving as as okay. a, getting from point <laughs> okay, A to point uh, B. Uh, you know what that means? This. Spot's on a mission. This at every stoplight. Oh, man. Or like. Stoplights are for checking your phone, or dummy. Or traffic. Wow. Stoplights are for checking. That's what they're invented for. To yeah, check but, your but phone. When you're like this and the light's green for like five seconds and there's people behind you, that's rude. So and people, do that on people, your own time. People, people honk as a reminder to go. Oh, is that what that's for? Um, I'm pretty sure honking yeah, you, means you, fuck you, you, you move can, it along. Uh, you can be... You can be engaged in the road. And by the way, let's let's take some phone calls if you want. 412-267-7469. I have them up and ready to go. 412, the letter CNR show. Spot has the phones up and running. You could call us now. People are saying, Spot, call me. No, you could call us now. It's it's uh, Spot fixed it all up. 412-267-7469. Could be now. Yes, sir. You and I'll I call him. would and drive. I would say yes, sir. Like, like, uh, a, rude, rude. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, you and I would drive yes, in our sir. automatic cars to go get hibachi to enjoy it. I, to, to enjoy with a fork. Spot would drive a, a standard stick shift to the hibachi place or the Japanese restaurant and eat with chopsticks. You're like, Spot's adding trouble to his life. It's a real man. He's pulling the real that's man. Like, that's that's one of those like real man bullshit. Real man. What is that? What's that even mean? Real man because he drives an, 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 an annoying version of a car. It's sort of the one of those birthrights of man. It is spots to learn mini, how to, spots to know how mini, to drive uh, stick. I just never had the opportunity to learn. No one in my family had one. I didn't. Yeah. I never bought one. Like Rich said, spots I grew up mini, in an area uh, where it wasn't really necessary. Spots Mini is the easiest version of a stick, so Dickie should do good. I barely a, consider it a six, stick shift. It's a six-speed. What does that mean? It has six gears instead of five. Most most standards have five. Well, Rich knows how to ride a six-speed. Um, six-speeds, it's just a tighter shifting ratio. And, and you get a little bit extra oomph. And you rarely use the six-gear unless you're, like, zooming down the highway. But, All right, let's, let's, uh, let's, play, let's play a game, and then we'll take some phone calls and feedback. Spot, let's play a game. Uh-oh. I have a couple calls on standby. What's the game you're going to play? There are 327 new models of cars sold in 2020. Yeah. 327 brands and styles of cars. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, you name it, every model and sub-model. So out of 327... Think more cars or seltzer brands? I have someone on hold. Cars, I think. Okay. I think cars are still winning. So out of the 327 brands of cars you could buy in the year 2021, how many were available in standard stick shift of 327? Uh, I'm going to say 20. Covino. Uh, 
I'm you go to the say, Honda place, you go to BMW, you go to Mercedes, you go to Toyota, five. you go to Ford. My answer is five. Five, yeah. Five. Yeah. Just wanted to mess well, up you your guys, expectation. You uh you both overshot, you both undershot uh a little bit, but forty one of three hundred and twenty seven new car models. But that doesn't justify why we don't know, right? I mean, we're in our forties, bro. Like, no, it's not a matter of were, not knowing. There I'm was a lot a more of, available when we were seventeen. I'm sure. But but what I'm saying is, it's not a it's not a preferred way to drive. Clearly, it depends. I think it's an unpopular opinion. I do. I think there's a lot of people that like it. Um, if it was an if it was if it was a popular opinion, Kavino, then why would it be dot? Why would manual transmission be a popular be, opinion for today in today's guy? Right. But a lot of people take pride in yeah. I grew up and that's what they learned on. So they take some weird pride in that. It's like the same pride in changing your oil. There's like pride in it. I don't know why people or dudes get off on things like that, but they do. Okay. All right. Spot phone calls away. Let's go. But I'm, I'm on your team. I just, I could feel the rumblings of people like spot. They're like, what sort of, what sort of pansy doesn't know how to drive stick? Well, you can say a lot about, you can say that about things that that guy doesn't know. Like what type of pansy doesn't know? how to, you know, understand, you know, finances or what type of pansy doesn't know other things, you know, like it's not just blue collar shit. All right. Uh, go to, uh, we're going to Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim Roo. You are on the Cavino and Richo. By the way, the phones are up and running at four, one, two, two, six, seven, seven, four, six, nine. Hey buddy. What's up? Spots right on the money, man. Uh, it's so much easier to drive six shifts, especially get up the gear. But the fact is, is Rich is right too. You guys are from New York, man. They don't use stick shift up there. Y'all really didn't really have cars. But yeah, everywhere else outside of like LA and New York, um, they have stick shift everywhere. Even my truck now is an automatic, and I totally miss the stick shift because I could float through gears so much easier. Like the truck has its own little intricacies. It takes two to three seconds hey, to shift. Tim, Tim, and Tim. And I lose so much momentum Tim. going uphill. Tim. Yep. Just... Uh, your stance is great. Can you suggest one thing you've said? Sure. Don't say it's easier because it's not easier to use two feet and shift the whole time while you're driving instead it of be- just pressing gas and brakes. It becomes it's not a, easy. It you becomes, can't say it's easy. No, it becomes second nature. Well, put your phone down and put your ice dude down, and it'll be see? easy. See, see, it's true. Put my put put your coffee down. Put your phone down. But I get it. It could be enjoyable. You could you could argue and convince see these me. Hills that you Tim can, has to get up. Yo, Tim. <laughs> You could convince me. <laughs> I want to see these hills, man. See, Tim, you're right. That's Tim, growing up in New Jersey. We don't have to worry about no, that shit. Tim, uh, Tim could convince me, and Spock could convince me, that it's more fun. It's so much fun. It's more exciting. All that stuff. But you can't say it's easier. That just... That's just uh, simply not true. <laughs> it's simply uh, not true. It could be more fun. It could be more exciting. It could be a more manly how do you way to know drive. When you never grew up that way, though. But dude, because all right, you, you're, 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 you're talking about again. You're you're that guy, right? Who these are the times where you argue me? You're just arguing. For the sake of it. You're no. You are arguing Buzz Aldrin that the moon's not that great, and he's going to say, "Hey, fucking doofus, I was there." You never drove sticks. So how could you honestly say yeah. that it's not more fun and better? You don't no, know. I, yo, I don't what, know. What the fuck are you not? Are you, is your head up your ass? 
What are you not hearing? I said, I, I said it could be more fun. It could be more exciting and a more interesting way to drive. Okay. I said, you can't say easy. Why? That's just simply not like, true. Like, why? Because, just God, because an automatic nature. car, because an automatic car, you put in drive. It becomes. And you you learn break. and then you, you it, it doesn't, it's not yeah. something you're thinking about. Like you, like, honestly, I don't, I, it's easier. I, you're right. I don't think it's about easier. it anymore. Like I don't think about it's when easier. I need to just depress the car. I mean, if you learn that way, like, if you, 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 it does become, it becomes second nature. Like, you know where you need to go. I mean, not to me, because I don't know it. Not to me. I agree guess with what, you, but you I can't guess say. What you don't really need to, guess what you don't really need to learn? Press on a gas, press on a brake. Because to, it's what? You just want to be dumb. Motherfuckers love Easier? Know. Easier, maybe? Easier to the guy who doesn't know. Spot, who knows? Is it easier? Or is it the same for you and more enjoyable? I don't know, dude. I don't drive stick. So I'm trying to give you the flip side. Fight with somebody else. I'm team rich. Automatic. I'm just saying. No, uh, manual transmission. You're giving a one-sided argument. I'm trying to give the other side. I'm not. I'm saying it could be more fun and enjoyable, but you can't say more. You can't say it's easier. That's just, that's silly talk. You can't because it's difficult and you don't know how to do it. You know, I don't know. I really don't know. For me, it's like, oh man, this sucks. It gives you more control. Is it easier? Is it easier to beat Mike Tyson or Glass Joe? Glass Joe. To you, for me, it's easier to beat Mike Tyson. That's like the dumbest comparison. Well, who would ever, ever say that? It's the dumbest thing. Hey, spot. Is it easier to hit? Is it easier to hit? Is it easier to hit off a tee or a ninety mile an hour curveball? But you're comparing driving stick. It's hitting a 90 yeah. mile per hour. Once you fastball. learn it, it's easy. You're seeing it through the eyes of someone who doesn't know. Doesn't know. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Do you hear what Spot is saying? That's what I'm saying, but you want to argue that. That's All fine. Right. You say my head's up I my fall, ass, uh, but uh, uh, it's fine. It's whatever. Fine. It's fine. I agree. It's easier. It was easier for me because that's what I got behind the wheel and learned. <laughs> I drove a, I drove, this is, I'm reading our feedback. And then if we have more phone calls, which I'm sure I we do, a, let's go to have someone on hold. All right, this, this is from 404. Guys, I drove stick shift for the first 10 years of driving. It is not easier under any circumstance. It, it can be more fun. With advancements in technology, it's easier now, but the difference is negligible. It's okay. impossible to text, take a I, phone I wouldn't call. Know. I don't drive and stick, do, so and, how would I know? Do, do drugs and drink while doing, driving a yeah, standard. You shouldn't be doing any of that shit. So you know what? If driving I mean, stick... Jo- it was a joke, I know, It was but, a joke. No, to you it's not. Uh, if he said, he said, he said, you can't do drugs. Well, the second and half. drink, but yeah. you're phoning and texting while you're driving. You shouldn't be doing that. And if driving a, a stick prevents you from that, then so be it. Dustin in Virginia grew up grew up oh, with alternating vehicles between automatic and shift. Anyone that argues that automatic is not easier than standard is just arguing a full of shit point. It's e. All right, can we go to the phones? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is, is this Albert in Brooklyn? Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up, buddy? So, so here's the deal. First of all, you guys are doing great. I love the show. Thank you. Um, Thanks, man. You, you, you can't compare the two, you know? The switch shift is a whole different experience. I feel man, like, he, I feel he like, ended the sentence on the high. I, I know. I feel like he ended up, and I was like, is there more? <laughs> it, it's definitely, it's definitely a, not Oh, there he is, there he is, there he is, there he is. 
It's definitely not what? Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, guys? Dustin, what's up? Dustin. Am I on yet? Yeah, you're on. Hey, Pat, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I think, you know what I think the confusion is, is, by the way? Hold on, Dustin. I think for years we've trained people to hear that, and they're on the air, and they think they're on the air, and it might be completely different with this setup. Like They don't realize that they're on, right? So just listen closely and say, hey, Dustin, you're on, and go. What's up, man? Okay, all right. So when we were younger, I think it's 100% right, there was a bunch of standard manual cars back then, and the thing is it was cheaper back then. So if you can afford a... $15,000 $15,000 car, but if you got a manual, $13,000, two grand, I'm a hell yeah, I want to save two grand. So I learned because of that, because it was cheaper to buy that car nowadays. Now, being in our 40s, I still own a manual car, but it's a car that I just drive around to the wineries or if I want to go out and get something out and drive around. If I got to go anywhere near a city, there's no way I'm taking that car because I hate sitting in traffic with a manual car. I hate it. I hate bumper run traffic. So I see both arguments of it, but in the end, Rich is right. A manual is, or a, uh, a automatic is easier to drive if you're in traffic, but a manual is way more fun to drive, way more control. That's a great. Yeah, exactly what I said. Okay, so leave it at that. I mean, Fine. yeah, I don't care enough to be arguing this, to be honest. Uh, but if you want to see Rich learn, which is great, but it's not he did a behind the velvet rope feature on our Patreon. He and his father-in-law got behind the wheel of a 1974 flatbed. What kind of truck is that? Got behind a, the wheel of a truck to learn for his first time for your viewing pleasures. It's, yeah, it was fun. It's it was not fun. as hard as you're making it sound. That's the thing. You're making it seem like it's such a dramatic difference. It's not as hard as you're making it seem. Yes, it's more difficult, but it's not as hard as you're making it seem. I agree. I'm just no, saying I'm, for I'm the sure, person that I'm knows, sure it's not a, really difficult. I, I don't think it's more difficult because of second nature at that point. That's all mine. I'm sure of course with it's uh, easier. I'm sure with a I'm sure with a, diff, a newer car too. It's it's way easier. I mean, I feel like I feel like I learned on the hardest possible thing because it's like a an old 1973 like you know big ass stick shift truck thing where I feel like probably a manual transmission in a car like spots probably it's is a little smoother. Like, you know? I've I've driven once once I learned I I've driven like a couple other cars like I've driven an old Jeep. And that was fun, you know. The, uh, so it's it's once you just know how to do it, you can apply it wherever. Let's see, a manual car makes you feel one with the road. Yes, I know that sounds lame. And those are people that know it from the get go. So I'm just speaking on their behalf. It's like it's easy for them. One with the road. Yeah, I I just think that it makes you engage more, which you need. But you know what? If you want to text and drive, then uh, drive around in your in your automatic. No one's texting and driving. People, I'm just. I don't want to be worried about left foot, right foot, change. Like if I want to change speed instead of just stepping, instead of just stepping harder on the gas, I don't want to have to be like, all right, clutch, move. Like to me, it's like, whoa. I know, but I yeah, know. like I said, you get used to it. You really do, and you don't even notice. All right. Like well, I don't. They, I don't they, notice they, both feet are moving. Ba-bam, ba-boom. I had a fun time driving stick shift. I'll take you out in a real car this weekend. You can take me out in a real car this weekend and do it. Now, um, I'm going to take you to a hill because that's something you didn't experience. 
Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Let's take it back, way back on a Wednesday. Want to do this? Want to play a little game? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's play a little game. This is also based on a video that both you and Spot sent to me. And it was a mom on TikTok asking her daughter what certain things are and what they mean way back on a Wednesday. Did you send that to me? I think Rich sent it to both of us, uh, but clearly you're not looking at the videos. I can start watching your, your TikTok videos. Yeah, some are dumb, but some are so dumb. So wait, I just when we send there. When we send each other something, you don't watch it? Uh, sometimes. Clearly not. It depends on when you catch me. Why do you think I send it to you for fucking I your health? Because it's probably something I want to bring up on the show. Exactly, but I assume you're just going to bring it up on the show the next day. But you're the producer. Yeah, but like... <laughs> No, I know, but it's like even if it if sucks, you, if you it say could to me, spark an idea, right? Yeah, if you say to me the next day, "Hey, have that video I sent you on standby." That video will be on standby because it's in my phone. But okay. I don't. I just feel like a lot of the shit you send me, I watch, and I'm like, I'm not any better for spending the last thirty seconds of my life watching this. So I'm just gonna ignore it. It's true, but you know what's funny about it is like for some reason of all the thousands of videos that we see throughout a day, these are the ones that stood out to Rich. So that's intriguing to me. I'm like, okay, of all the scrolling Rich did today, he's sending me this one. There's got to be a reason. I found, I, even found, if, I found this one. Do you want me to just screen share? No, don't even play it because it's, it's pointless. It's pointless because I'm about okay. to do the same exact thing with Melody. Okay. So let's do Melody's answers first, and then we could play the clip. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's a mom of today, right? And she's asking the daughter, hey, what is something that we found to be common knowledge because we grew up in the 80s, 90s? Even 2000s. Kids today, again, they only know what they know. So, yeah, if we tell them you can't wear dreads because the headline says so, they're going to think that. They're going to think that. That's their reality because that's what we've created for them. So, again, they only know what they know. And this just proves it. And it's wild to see the difference of mindsets because what's common knowledge to you is not common knowledge to them because they simply didn't grow up with it. Yeah. They're growing up with completely different ideals, completely different things. They're walking around going, sheesh, sheesh. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm sorry, can you say that again? Sheesh. I don't know what that means. I, I don't know sheesh. what it means. I've seen it. Sheesh. What does that even What's mean? The, why, why, why is that? I, I, I hate it. I asked Melody, that? Melody, what, is, what the fuck is that? Sheesh. What, the, what is it? Sheesh. What is that? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, way back on a Wednesday, I welcome my daughter... 11-year-old, born in 2009, Melody, with a question-answer that I did with her for your listening pleasures. Uh, I sent it to Spot. We could stop and pause it wherever we feel appropriate. Okay, Rich? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, kids? April 27th, 2021. I'm here with Melody. Say hi. All right, Melody, I'm going to ask you these questions to see if you know what these things are, okay? Alrighty. All right. What is a Rolodex? 
I don't know. What is a Rolodex? <laughs> what does it sound like? It sounds like a bike. <laughs> okay. A bike. What is a There's no way she phone? would know. What is a what? Um, rotary, rotary phone. One of those phones that are like in the wall. Oh, uh, what oh. is a Walkman? Mm, why don't I know this? I don't know. What does it sound like? I don't know. What is a Walkman? Stalker. <laughs> A stalker. <laughs> stalker. <laughs> what are the yellow pages? Um, that's a good... Is that like an idiom? What is an idiom? I mean, not an idiom, sorry. Like a... What farm page? The yellow pages. Yeah, like an idiom? Is that an idiom? I don't know. What is a phone jack? Uh... <laughs> a phone jack. That's a good... Uh, somewhere you put your phone. What is a trapper keeper? Um, someone who keeps keys, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, no, that's a good one. I like that. Uh, what is a, how do you use a crimper? What's a crimper used for? Oh, that's for hair. Oh, okay. What is a hacky sack? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. A hacky sack. What does it sound like? <laughs> a bed. A bed? Yeah. Okay. What is a boom box? Oh, I know that. It's, wait. Uh, like the speaker, with the, and you put music in it. All right. Okay. What is Atari? Atari? Yeah. I don't know. Never heard of it? No. What does it sound like? Mm, that's a good one. A car? <laughs> nice one. It's a good guess. I asked you what a Walkman was last time, you said, a man who walks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Melody. Uh, you're welcome. All right, so what we've learned is our reality and things that are common knowledge to us, that's yeah. the different language. That's how different of a language we speak and we spoke and how different our mindsets were than the kids today. You know, there's two things that stood the test of time, a crimper and a boombox. Out of that discussion, those are the only two things that a kid is like, yeah, I recognize that. But things that are common knowledge to us, they have no fucking clue. No clue. Yeah. Nor did, Not that I expected her to have a clue or an answer to these things, but that's what makes it fun. Like, what is, what does it sound like? What does she think it is? Has she heard of it? And then it also reminds you of, man, I thought I did a good job of bridging the gap and being a bridger of gaps and, and telling her about my childhood. But then again, did I ever tell her what a trapper keeper was? Or the yellow pages? Or the yellow pages, which is, an, in her mind, an idiom. I don't even know what that is. I had to ask her. I was her. like, yeah, yeah, you were confused. You were like, idiom. That's a good guess, Mel. I was like, idiom. what's an idiom? She's like, I get to rain in cats and dogs. Uh, I, yellow pages. I, I don't know if she thought it was like an expression. How do you not know what an idiom is? I didn't know what You're an idiot. idiom was. So she's like, yeah, she's smarter than me. But she doesn't know our language. So it's important yeah. that we know their language. A Rolodex. To bridge the gap. What's a, ro- what's a Rolodex? You think a kid knows what a Rolodex Not is? At You're right. that was- Not at all. But that was part of, again, the quiz. You should show her yours. You still have yours. I just threw mine away. I threw oh, it really? away. Yeah, oh. yeah. I just threw it away recently. Uh, a Rolodex. Go. By the way, Rolodex, it, her guess was good. A bike? Yeah. A Rolodex. Like a BMX, right? She's like, a B- like a Rolodex. And she's rolling around on a bike. Could be. Yeah. Trapper keeper. Atari- didn't know I, thought it, I thought her guess on Atari was good. Atari is at a brand of car. That's a, a good car. guess. A car. And you know what? Again, I feel like, so wait a second. I never told my own kid about an Atari? 
I had to have. There's a chance she, maybe she, she didn't ever remember. But seen one though? Probably not. I probably never said, "Hey, yeah. you know, Melody, I played Atari." I said Melody, and then I said Melody. Atari was like what it, we played video games on before Nintendo. That was Dad's first console. She's like, "Wow, I didn't know that." You know, just way back on a Wednesday, it's well, a it's a weird for sort of thing to see how different our childhoods and our lives were compared to today. You, you, you forget how you forget how quick <laughs> what does that mean? time has gone. You, you, you forget that, you know, nineties kids and eighties kids, all the stuff you grew up with, it's just not there God. anymore. The life has evolved. Social media, smartphones, technology has come quite a long way in the last 20, 30 years that what you thought was common knowledge and how people operate. And you, you thought it was just, well, who doesn't know that? Trust me. No one knows. And I do wonder what would be those things for us with our parents. And I'm sure there's a whole new world. I'm, I'm sure there was slang and things we said, but I feel like it's more evident now than ever because of how communication has changed. Well, that was our language. Those are things we knew. Common knowledge. They don't interpret it. So I'm going to introduce you to the latest thing that kids are saying. And I sent you that video. It was the last video I sent you, Spot, last night. Of since it just organically came up, the sheesh thing. Because I see fucking teenage kids doing and saying this all over social media. You know, I've I've asked my daughter about it. I say it jokingly to her just to annoy her. And again, I think we all all cultures based on the first conversation mm-hmm. and all generations need to understand each other's language to have a better understanding and a better bond as a result. Because well, although I, I don't think, say, I make, sheesh, at least I could have fun with my kid about it. You know? Yeah, I, I want to make something else clear. I, I don't think your kid should know this stuff. Where no, someone might say, I don't think so either. No, but I'm but saying someone, someone might say, hey, how does your kid not know that? Or, oh my God, I can't believe my kid doesn't know that. And you got to say to yourself, why would they know it? And how should they know it? And if you can't come up with an answer for that, like you ever see those fun videos where it's like, they give kids for that were born in the nineties and two thousands. Like, Hey, here's a rotary phone. Here's a, the first iPod here's, you know, here's a, a floppy disc. And they're like, yo, what is this? And tell us what you think it is or what it's about. How do you use it? It's fascinating. Cause how could, why would you think they would know how give a kid a cassette? Be like, yeah, what is this? Why would they know? They wouldn't unless of course you did you're due, I don't even want to say due diligence. You went overboard to bridge that gap. Dude, overboard. You know? Yeah, you'd have to go overboard to really be like, here's a trapper keeper. You know, but so I, I mind, did say, Melody, mind, I said, like Spot, go ahead. Spot said something the other day. He said, you know, things haven't really evolved much in the last years. And I think, I think that was like the, like, we're, not worst statement, but like your most, it just sort of went under the radar. I was like, yeah, I guess we haven't. Why? Because we're not like walking in spacesuits on the, on Mars yet. Yeah, so many totally little, different. so many little things. Like, think about it. Our parents and our grandparents listened to records, 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 records for decades and decades and decades. Then in our lifetime, and then what? Eight tracks were like sort of like a fail, but not in our lifetime. Cassettes, CDs, MP3 players, mini streaming. CDs. We many we have seen so many things come and go in the last 20, 30 years. Where think about it for generations. It, there were not many changes. We've seen a ton of changes. But dude, like, I, was just, like, you're, you, I feel like you misquoted me. I said we we saw an exponential change in our lifetime, but I feel like the 
we're on kind of like a settling off of the curve. Like yeah, there, I agree. There has like, been, like recently, from our childhood to yeah. now, yes, there's been huge technological advances, but now it's kind of like even. It, yeah, it's kind of evening out. Like there hasn't been anything mind-blowingly new in the in the last decade. But look at a uh, look at we did how you listen to music. Just think of anything else, right? Think all right, maps, right? Our parents, grandparents for generations looked at a map, looked at a map, looked at a map. In our lifetime, we went from maps to map quest, printing out directions mm. to apps on your phone, to GPS in your car, to, you know, your, would your argue, car telling you where to make a turn. I would argue that there was those GPS devices in between there. Remember those oh, big yeah. like clunky but, GPS yeah, but, things but you would I'm put saying, on your dashboard? I'm saying our life and our kids' lives seem way different than our parents. I feel like our grandparents and parents' lives weren't that drastically different from each other. Our par- our parents' lives and our grandparents' lives? That's, We're, again, it seems that way, but it might be a, a huge misconception. I know, but I'm thinking like my grand, your grandparents growing up in the 30s and 40s, is it much different than the 50s and 60s if you're going to compare the 80s and 90s to like today? Seems that way. I, I, I think the biggest commonality is 80s kids. You may even say early 90s kids, but 80s kids, we were like the last generation to actually just go outside and play and stay outside all day. So we even have that commonality with our grandparents' generation. You know, I think the internet was the biggest game changer of all. But yeah. again, we we're speaking different languages. And at the end of that, I was like, Melody, you know what a hacky sack is. Right? I was like, those things, the, you know, the bean bags, uh, you, you, you kick around. I'm doing like hacky sack moves. And she's like, nope, I have no, she had no clue, dude. How, what, no the, clue. Do you, what, is she, what, what do you think? She's hanging out on college yeah. campuses with stoners? She's like, nah, I don't know what that is. I'm like, man, this is wild. It's so funny. And Rich is right. You can't expect them to, but you sort of assume that they might, you know, maybe they saw it on TV or maybe they absorbed it somehow. It's like when they, it's like when they asked Billie maybe Eilish, who, by the way. But it's by the way, who Billy well, Eilish has a uh, has a new album coming out. I'm sure your daughter and every kid in America is excited. She has a new album coming out. What this summer? It's called uh, something about I'm I'm so best happy. yet or something something best ever best yet something My, about being happy. Uh, oh, happiest ever. Happy. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you right now. It's called Happier Than Ever. Comes out July 30th, and she's got this whole new blonde gimmick going on. Happier than ever, Billy Eilish. So your kids will be pumped about that. Billie Eilish, when, when interviewed, I remember you saying, yo, Dave Grohl's a supporter of hers. A lot of legit musicians from our lifetime give Billie Eilish credit, but she didn't know a couple, she didn't know who Van Halen was. And I remember you being like, how the fuck? And I'm like, do you mean 19 year old Billie Eilish doesn't really know much about Van Halen? Unless her parents told her, how would she? Because they'll be like Van Halen and their music still exists, and she has built a career in music. You know, I understand I know, how a kid doesn't just, know what a Rolodex is because no one uses every, it, and it doesn't it exist. Know, like you can't cover, you can't cover it all. Like that would be like, like that would be like uh, you put picking out a very popular artist from the sixties or seventies. You might know a song if you played it, but if I told you, tell me everything about ELO, you'd be like, Electric Lights Orchestra. I, I really don't fucking know. But you know some of their songs. Don't bring me down. That's yellow, right? That's yellow, yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, for sure. But I would know them. I'd have a reference. And guess who didn't become a rock star? Me. She's a rock star. You would think she has heard of, even my kid knows who Eddie Van Halen is, you know? And so I am still surprised by that because music transcends. Music lives. Music exists. That's the beauty of being a musician. The music lives on. Rolodexes, uh, hacky sacks, trapper keepers, phone jacks, yellow pages. Uh, Did I say that? Those things, they, they, don't, they don't transcend time. They don't exist anymore. You know, they were wild to you. Life. What's more wild? Well, I, to be honest, unless you have SiriusXM or you're streaming music on your own somewhere, where would a kid get exposure to oldies music? Kids absorb things. You know, Melody knows a lot of stuff through TikTok, to be honest. I, I agree, but I'm saying unless you play it. Unless I play it. I mean, then you're leaving it on them. And a lot of kids stay in their lane, and they won't. Yeah, no. They won't be interested um, in some of that older shit. You know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you need to bridge the gap. And that's just the reminder here. And it's just the Way Back Wednesday reminder of, like, yo, we live different worlds, different lives, different languages. And that's the proof. Like, yeah, you know what a hacky sack and, is? And, and by the way, to ever say... Yo, like, how do you kids not know this? Picture yourself being given a quiz about random stuff from the 60s or 70s. You know, before you were born, you might not do as well as you think. Like, By the way, that's a great, that's a great brain buster, Rich. I guarantee you that we would fail older, on that quiz. But, 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 but you're, but, you know, you're older. Yeah. And you're more, you've lived, you lived 40 something years of life. So you've had a chance to backtrack and learn and, uh, and understand. But if you ask teenage Steve Covino, what's this? And it's a picture of the TV show, like Maud, you'd be like, I don't know some old lady. Like you wouldn't know when you were a kid. Maud. Yeah. You wouldn't, you just wouldn't like now well-versed studied life experience. Steve Covino knows pop culture events and news and, technology from the mid 1900s the 50s and 60s but 12 year old Cavino that was hitting home runs had no clue if i gave you questions about shit from the 60s uh, again my mom was a good bridger of gaps so i wish she would have gave me that little quiz to see but you know from her perspective but let me introduce you to the latest trend way back on a wednesday from children of today spot us that video i sent you last night that you didn't watch I want to choke it too. I don't know. So there it is. So she taught me. She taught me. Yeah, right. She taught me what that means. I taught her what a yellow page was. Turn around and show that fat ass. Yeah. Can you show me that mom again, Spot? Let me see if I want to see if there's like a. Does it make you say she? Maybe they're looking at her ass going she. Those are, those are his, his, her son's friends being like, sheesh, your mom's got a stuffy. You've heard sheesh. that though, right? At least back me up, Rich. You've seen that before. Never heard that I've before. I've seen it. I've seen and it. And I've seen like grown adults mocking their kids and how they behave. And they, you know, a grown adult will go, sheesh, because that's what kids are doing. I don't know why. Yeah. It's fucking corny. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. 
Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. I was talking to my brother yesterday. My brother FaceTimes me. It's nice. I appreciate the random phone calls, the check-ins. They're nice. What's up? And I'm like, well, what's, what's up? What's up? At first, it takes what's me a minute to realize like he's what's just up? calling to chill. Like, yeah, thir- 13, 13, uh, 13, 14 month, uh, months later, how does Steve Cavino feel about the FaceTime? I don't really like it. But I'm, it's okay because it's my brother, right? So um, he'll hit me up, and I'm still waiting for, like, everything cool? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, and I'm like, well, what's up? What's like, what did you call me for? What's up? You know, but he's just calling me like, yo, I'm just chilling. What's up? Wanted to say what's up, and that's cool. I'm all about that because I don't want to just hear from him when he has an issue or when, like, some, like, you know, dad's sick, yo. I'm getting scared. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. So I, I, I appreciate the, yo, I'm just kicking it, yo. So he calls me to just, like, FaceTime and, like, what's up? What's up? But it takes me a minute what's to up? realize. So he hits me up and up? he's like, yo, what's up? check me out. I'm in the patio of Swank. So he's in his patio of his Jersey City apartment. Coincidentally, his neighbor listens to our show. And imagine his reaction when he realized my brother moved in next door. He's like, wait, you're Tommy? Tommy <laughs> Cavino? I listen to your brother every day. His next door neighbor listens to our show. So small world again. Shout out to that guy. My brother hits me up from the patios of Swank. Swank. S-W-A dot dot N-K. His apartment. His high-rise apartment. And he's sipping back. And Rich, you realize, you know, you have two kids and you look at Spot and I and you realize how different our lives are. I realize, again, how different my brother's life is, too. I mean, yesterday I didn't have Melody, so it wasn't that different. I was just kicking back, too, watching the Yankee game. But he was drinking sangria or wine on a Wednesday night. So I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just kicking it, yo. Drinking wine, a vino, yo. Part of this wine club, yo. So he's just drinking, and I'm like, well, what's good, man? Nothing, yo. Just taking in life, working, yo. He goes, I think I'm a philosopher now. I realize, like, I'm at a different stage, yo, where I'm just just thinking, kicking back, realizing that, you know, this is a time to do me, yo. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, bro. Stop stressing women. Time to do me. Yeah, like, stop stressing women. He's like, I'm done chasing and embracing, yo. It's all about, like, me time, yo. And I'm like, cool, man. You know, so we were just kicking it. And he's, he says he's Tommy the philosopher where he appreciates his alone time where he just thinks about things and appreciates his alone time and, you know, doesn't want to stress out on, on chicks. I just think it's time to work on me and make my money. So... Like, that's it, bro. Philosopher live from Swank. But he told me a story about a dilemma he had, and I want to know how you would handle it. This just came. It's not why he called me, but it came in passing. And he's like, yo, what would you do, yo? As an appraiser, that's what he does. He appraises houses. And the backstory is he works for my best friend growing up, right? So he works What's up, for Gus? someone close to the family. And my buddy's really hard on him, really tough on him, because my brother needs that. My brother's the type that gets lazy if someone's not on him and my buddy's trying to change that because again, he's looking at it like a big brother. 
But my buddy's real strict about certain things. In that world, Rich, for whatever reason, let's say you could probably figure it out. As an appraiser, you can't get tipped. Can you give the tip? No, well, who but would, you can't. Who would tip an appraiser? Is it someone trying to get like, I would imagine not tipping. Someone would probably want their house appraised differently. Be like, yo, maybe it's worth a little different. But that's, maybe, give you that's why mod. you can't accept money. Maybe this room is a little bit bigger yeah, than maybe, it seems. Maybe uh, if I give you a few hundo, you could overlook this, right? Maybe this heater isn't. It wouldn't be appraising like that. It's like a lot of times a house, I mean, you know just as much as I do, but I'm saying as far as appraisals go, it's a big deal in markets where houses cost a lot of money. And I'll explain why, because what will happen is you can't get a loan. You can't get a loan if the house isn't appraised for, for close to what you're selling it for. Like you can't get a loan for a, a multi-million dollar house. If it's only appraised for a certain amount, which is a dilemma could be know that people are facing in bigger cities because they're saying, yeah, these are, are, our appraisals are not, equaling what people are wanting to pay for these places. So yeah, there's a little bit of a a wiggle room there. You can't grease the appraiser. The appraiser. The appraiser yeah. has like a they've taken a vow of sorts. As part of their profession, they can't be bribed. They can't take tips. They can't be greased. They have a job to do and they do their job. Right? This is sort of known by the code. This is the way. I I know this because I down here in Texas, my the property I own here, I had to get an appraiser here to figure out a flood zone. Cause down here, there's like your, your, how your insurance, your homeowner's insurance skyrockets based on where you are in, in flood zones. Cause it's a, you know, by a river. I, my first thought was like, oh, what if I grease this guy? Bed, and they were very clear. That like, yeah, zone. we don't even want to communicate. We do the appraisal and send you the bill. Like, yeah. cause my thought was like, what if I, uh, what if I tell this guy like, well, yeah, again, this, you is, know. this is everyone's thought in, in, in a lot of ways. Right. So that's why this is a thing. Now I gave you the backstory that my brother could be lazy. My buddy Gus is really hard on my brother and my brother's been slipping up a little bit uh -oh. here and there. And uh -oh. my buddy Gus is like, ever since he moved to Jersey city, living in swank, Work doesn't seem to be his priority. He's partying too much and this and that. Uh oh. So my brother's really He's trying bitches to be back to his closet. My my brother's trying to be on point with his work because he's trying to prove to my buddy Gus that he is reliable. You know, I realize there's more to life than ass, you. So he's trying to straighten his game up. Now my brother's doing a job and some dude sticks a tip in his pocket. I guess he had a pocket. The dude sticks a tip in his pocket, and my brother's like, hey, man, I'm on the up and up. I've been thinking about my life decisions, and I can't accept this tip, yo. I thank you very much, but I can't. Right? Like, for real, but thanks. Because my brother gets real sincere. I really appreciate it, but I can't. Who's he, Barney Coopersmith? And the guy's part like, of the it's part no, of no, no, no. Yo, part of my as, as, as Barney Stinson would say, like, appraiser's code. It is. Magician's code. Right? But wait, the guy but, but insists. My brother's like, no, I can't. Does this mean that prior to this moment that it wasn't part of his code? No. Okay. I don't think he's ever been faced with this particular scenario. Uh, okay. It's my code. Prior to this, Tommy was like, what do you want me to appraise it for? Yeah. So <laughs> my brother said how that. Much are you, how much are you looking for this place to be worth, yo? My brother said that the guy insisted, shoved it in his pocket, Shoved it in his mouth. Like, who did that in wrestling? 
shoved money in his Ted mouth. Ted DiBiase, bro. Like, like Ted million, DiBiase. That would be my guess. Like the million dollar Ted man. Ted DiBiase, yeah. My brother was like, I can't do it, you. <laughs> and the guy zoomed off and said, I insist. So the guy gave my brother no. Surprised he didn't palm it. Gave him no room to deny the tip at that point. The guy shoved it in his mouth, in his pocket, and left. My brother's no, like, he, oh, he gave him, uh, he gave him the, you. he gave him the million dollar dream sleeper hold. Your brother woke up and there was a hundo in his mouth. So my brother's like, what am I going to do? My brother thought it was like 10, 20 bucks. Looks in his pocket. It's two hundo, 200 bucks. Right? So he hits me up and he's like, you think I should tell Gus you? I'm like, oh, now he's putting me. I'm like, Gus is like my best friend growing up. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, but that's 200 bucks. You told the guy that you, you couldn't accept it. Told him, yo. I told him I live by a code. I didn't know, yo. I insisted, and he he, he insisted. It was all Crazer's code. Yeah. So my question to you before I tell you the rest of the story, what sort of advice would you give? And what would you do? 200 bucks. That's that's a lot of flow for you know a young guy just just kicking it. Hold on though. No, isn't he making bank off of this? 200 bucks is still 200 bucks. No, but 200 no, bucks. No, it's not. It's not. It's okay. like, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, pick, it's all right. If, I mean, you've had, you've worked in positions where you've been employed by major companies making good money. If someone offered you it chump change to jeopardize the bigger picture, it's sort of like a college athlete taking money when they don't really need the money. Like your brother, your brother lives in a nice like beautiful high rise. His whole life was Swamp. changed because Gus, Gus gave him a job where he's making ducats. Yo, your brother's going to jeopardize that over two bills. You're giving the straight up right answer. No doubt. I did think about it. And I was like, you know what? You definitely told him you couldn't accept it and all that. He insisted. I don't know, man. I think you're all right. Just don't fucking, you know, let me think about it, bro. I'll get back to you. Well, now you're talking so about I talked to is gonna find out. I talked to Jordan about it real quick, and she was like, "What if, like, since your brother's on thin ice already, what if Gus is testing his his oh, professionalism? You know, he ooh. he's in with the guy, and he's like, "Yo, listen, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll get you back. I want you to t- test my boy, yeah, and see if he takes because Gus the don't tip. play, bro. He and I want you to be him. insistent, yeah." And then I was like, yo, Jordan, good one. You know, I'm glad I ran that by you because I didn't even think of anything like that. Even though I didn't believe that because Gus is my friend and all. I'm like, there's always the possibility. And you know what? Then it started to sink in, Rich, what you said. Like, he doesn't need that. So I called him back. I'm like, yo, Tom, you don't need that money, bro. You're making tons of money. I gave him the whole spiel that you said. But I had to think about it. And then Jordan convinced me. I was like, and dude, how do you, you don't know. He's like not like there's cameras on me yo i'm like but you don't know who he knows that it can get back you what know if he was uh what if he was it. gus's what if he was gus's secret shopper as they call it right like you don't know these relationships and fucking uh john taffer pops out you know like it's <laughs> yeah you know like uh john quinones pops out like john i'm not taffer. saying he's on a, I'm, I'm not saying he's on a hidden camera show but you know maybe he's being tested you ever see those people you don't accept this tips, is real right this is real sleazy, but have you seen it's a, it's a social media trend where good looking guys and good looking girls are sort of like go on for hire where it's like, Hey, if you want, I'll like hit up your significant other. 
and see what they do. Yeah. Like a hot girl will be like, like some girl spot will ask some model, you know, hit up my man and see what he says. It's still, it's sleazy and it's like a setup and it's gross if you ask me, but who's to say Gus didn't say, yo man, offer my guy some money. He's on thin ice. Like he's making some questionable choices. I want to see what he does. Right. You know, that's my buddy's business. So I was really trying to think about it, but when I got Jordan's take, it really convinced me to call my brother right back. Hey, bro, I don't want to give you bad advice. Be honest about it. Tell Gus that, you know, this guy insisted, tell him. You know, tell him because you never know. And my whole angle was you're trying to win over trust points. You're trying to get back on the good side of things. You're trying to prove to Gus that you're a good employee. You're not a lazy party guy. Drinking on the rooftops of Swank, showing up Swank. late. This is your opportunity to gain some trust points. Good advice. Trust points. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, for real, bro. Great advice. I'm like, just tell him, and then it shows that you're an honest guy, and you're putting work first, and you're not being cheap and sleazy, and you know you're not going to try to fuck him up and over in the future. Bet, yo, bet. So. What happens was he he called my buddy Gus up and he's like, some guy offered me 200 and my buddy Gus was just more thankful that he told him that. And he's like, you know, look, man, you can't accept tips. You can't ever appear that we could be bought in that way. He's like, but if that guy gave you it because you did a great job, you know, keep it and have a nice fucking dinner, you know, on behalf of the company. But, but he was happy he that me. Tommy was honest? Yeah, and he was happy that he was honest. So take from it what you will, but honesty seemed to be the best policy here because as it turns out, you know, he sort of cleared his name, cleared his conscience, and got the money anyway. So there's a very nice story with a happy ending. Tom Cavino has integrity, yo. I'm on a new mission. I've been thinking Appraiser. about integrity. Appraiser's yo. honor. Yeah. Integrity. So, you know, honesty, we're, we're often faced with dilemmas like that in life. And that is the sort of ending you want to happen. Right? Like, Hey, Spot, remember that time that girl was like, let me suck your dick, no one will ever know? Huh? They're going to know. 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 They're not going to know. They're going to know. Nobody's going to know. They're going to know. They're going to know. It's a that's a TikTok reference, everybody. Where's that from? It's a TikTok reference. I don't know what it's from. But yeah, you know, don't let your integrity get jeopardized. Do the integrity. right thing. And then every once in a while you'll see that karma hopefully will work to your advantage. And I think in this case it did. He was honest. That was her name. That was her name spot. Karma. Karma. Yeah. Honesty was the best policy. Was I married at the time? And I'm sure he had a nice steak. With a clear conscience, courtesy of that guy's tip. The end. My brother's tip. Dilemma. Are there... My brother, are there, the philosopher. It's not... I'm telling you, the, the, it's not worth it. That's like at your office stealing something when you're making a, a very handsome salary. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, do you, do you remember at SiriusXM, they didn't get fired, but there was an employee that got flagged because they'd go in the kitchen and steal sodas and bring them home? Yeah, like, Why? 
Like you're stealing. Like that's how you. That's how you want to get fired. You want to get fired stealing sodas. I admit, I loved Cactus Cooler. I I couldn't find it in the store. Right, yeah, but like and I wanted to bring taking, it home. Taking a yeah, can you know, home you on like, your way. You took like you, you took one for the road. Where's the, there was someone at Sirius in New York. I remember that would go in with their like their uh, nap their backpack and they'd be like knapsack. Yeah, it's like is it worth it? Like you're you're jeopardizing your salary, benefits, all this shit, just for a fucking couple cans of soda. Here, why, why'd Hank on the get fired? Oh, Hank got fired because he stole fucking seven bags of pretzel out of the kitchen. Yeah. It's, it's, really? If he's making, like, the, the risk and outweighs the benefit. It's not, it doesn't make sense at all. Yo, it's like, if you're making. But no if one you're was going to know, really. Like, unless, gonna it, was, know. unless it was a setup. They're going to know. I don't know. They're going to know. By the way, it, you know what it is? To, cost analysis. Like, I'll give you an example. If you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, fucking half a million dollars. If you're like the boss, if you're boss, if you're living the boss life, guess what you're not going to do? You're not going to fuck some girl that you work with and jeopardize all that. But you know what? If you're working an hourly job or you're like the entry level guy making 40 grand, go ahead. Fuck the other person at work. Who cares? Like it's, it's cost risk. It's you have to analyze it. You have to do the analysis. What is What's the analysis called spot? It's not cost risk. It's the cost risk reward. Anal- cost benefit analysis. Yeah, cost benefit analysis. Risk reward. Like I said, if you're the boss and you're hot secretary, if you're hot assistants, like, listen, I don't care that you're married. Let me suck your balls. You might be like, if I let this girl suck my balls, she could ruin my marriage and I'm the fucking president of the company. I can't do it. If you're if you're making forty grand entry level guy making peanuts and someone's like, Yeah, even though we work together, we should fuck. You should say, Yeah, we should. We should absolutely fuck. Peen uh, making penis. Yeah. So and then I have uh, one more benefit analysis. Throwback Do a risk assessment like uh Ruben Pfeffer. <laughs> Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week.